Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tess of Wrestling.com, joined by Ring of Honor broadcaster Caprice Coleman. Now, I say that with the news being recently that you, Caprice, would be indeed be back for Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor. So first, how are you today? And then we can dive into all everything Ring of Honor and beyond. Man, I'm doing good. I'm excited. Um, I'm glad to be interviewed again by you. I remember my last interview, you made a great impression, man. So Thank you. you're in the right field. I appreciate it. That's very, very kind of you. But obviously yours as well. Uh, I think we, we talked about last time. Uh, you, alongside Ian Riccoboni, two guys that, uh, at least for me, and I would imagine many other fans, you know, you're, you're the voices of Ring of Honor. So right now, Ring of Honor has been in a hiatus, and that's been the case for uh, 2022 up to this point. But, of course, we can, we can look forward to Supercard of Honor in April. Uh, the fact that Ring of Honor will officially be coming back, but not only Ring of Honor coming back, you and Caprice, or sorry, you and Ian Riccoboni both coming back. You know, that, uh, well, again, at least for me, is exciting because there, there's some continuity there. You know, this, this idea that it's a new era and nobody quite really knows what to expect, but having two familiar faces uh, is a very welcome thing. So I guess first and foremost, um, what's a, how are you feeling about uh, officially being back in Ring of Honor, at least, at least come April? You know, it, it's a blessing. And um, to be part of, the new era because honestly nobody knew what was going to happen we did know there was going to be a a comeback um and i think my last words of the pay-per-view was like see you in april but we didn't know what to expect and now uh hearing things about april i'm I'm really excited and and i feel honored to be part of the new era um the chemistry that rickabani and i have is, is second to none and and i love the um i love ring of honor and this version of Ring of Honor is actually going to be uh, it's going to be an eye opener because the fans really have a lot of say so uh, in this era. And I don't know if it's ever been done before, like it's going to be done this time. And just hearing the bits and pieces that I've heard, man, I think it's, uh, it's a game changer. I'm assuming at least partially you're alluding to the recent uh, Supercard of Honor session that Ian Riccoboni had and the Ring of Honor matchmaker was there where the fans could really kind of speak up and say, we want to see these people. And even specifically, we want to see these matches. And it was a very interactive thing. I sat in on the whole session. I made some suggestions myself. And um, is that at least partially what you're referring to, this idea that the fans can really actually have that power? Absolutely. And even speaking of that, there was uh, one guy in particular, I can't say his name now, uh, and depending on when this comes out, um, uh, I'll just say very soon they're going to be making announcements. But one of the announcements of a match that is going to happen was because that very setting that Rick Abani had, uh, the matchmaker was watching. He was there and one of the people that um, was pitched, he'd never heard of and looked them up. Thought he was great, contacted him, and uh, he'll be part of Supercard. So it, it is just that interactive to where, you know, when we're live and when we're doing these things now, we are listening to the fans and we're see, we want to find the people that nobody's heard of. We want to find the people that are shaking up, you know, the, the wrestling world. And um, I think that's a great way to look at it because this is actually something, it's almost like a live video game. Uh, you know, and to 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 have to be part of that and see how it plays out and to be the core part of the core, you know, I think is amazing. You know, I it really is, if not unprecedented, at least, you know, every company wants to say, oh, the fans have a voice. The fans can, you know, influence what we do. And often they fans do whether the company wants to or not. We, we've seen that many times. But to have such a direct 
um, you know, a, a direct influence in terms of saying we want to see these people. And then the, the Ring of Honor matchmaker saying, noted, like we're going to look into it. And then, you know, this seeming, as you said, you know, that, that being a case of, you know, the, someone was brought up and the company looked into it and there you go. You know, maybe, yeah. be, maybe beyond that, you know, uh, even I'm not, I'm, I imagine you can't give too, too much away, but have you really heard anything kind of otherwise about how this air will be quote unquote new? Like what can we kind of expect to see in this new ring of honor that, that may, we may not have seen previously. And, and again, maybe just in a very broad sense, like it is, it is being uh, termed this new era. Uh, I would say expect the unexpected there. The, the new era is um, listening to the audience. And uh, I believe we're going to have a core group. Of course, you need a champion, you need, you know, title holders uh, and all. But uh, I think you're going to see the influence that fans have more than anything else. And even fans being credited for influence, finding these uh, needles in the haystacks uh, of talents um, that we can showcase. And I believe that with people having... Uh, that type of input and being heard, it brings more people that want to be heard and it brings more eyes on talent that that's never been seen. And um, that's a formula for greatness, I believe. No, I, I definitely agree with that. And I very much look forward to seeing some of this, this new talent. But of course, we'll see some some familiar faces as well. I said at the start, you, you and uh, Ian Riccoboni, but also from the talent perspective, we already know that Bandito will face Jonathan Gresham in the match that was supposed to happen at Final Battle. Now we're finally going to get that at Supercard of Honor, a very fitting presumptive main event where you know the both guys being the technical world champion one way or the other, you know, will have one kind of clear world champion in that regard. Now where of course that's we're still a little ways away from that. But and it just, you know, because that's the only real 100 percent confirmed thing we can uh, look forward to is that not to say is that much what you're looking forward to, but like, you know, what does it mean to have that be the match that that's this event is really being built around in many ways, the kind of crowning of one true world champion. Yeah, we need that. You know, you need to have the one champion. It's almost like a fusion other titles and I like the the older title, um, the the silver title that, that that Ring of Honor had. That's when I fell in love with Ring of Honor. That was the title that I, I fell in love with. You know, it was just simple enough to show yo, this is the champion. And we've morphed into so much now. And even with the belts, I've had my favorite Ring of Honor titles that they've made, and then they make another. And I was like, what was wrong with the last one? You, you know. Um, yeah. And, but now, you know, to have the champion, and I respect both both champions. Uh, Bandito couldn't make it. He had COVID. You know, COVID is real um, and going around, man. And, and But we needed to have that title defense um, for the pay-per-view, and we did it with the, the older title. And so legit, both champions can say they are legit Ring of Honor champion, but there can be only one. You know, and so we're going to find out who the champion is there. And also we have the Briscoe brothers are going to be part of pay-per-view. They're going to be eight matches um, that we're going to have, but we're going to announce them as they come up. You mentioned Jonathan Gresham and, and the original world title. Now, Ring of Honor has been on hiatus, as I mentioned. You know, we, uh, Gresham defeated Jay Lethal at final battle. And since then, even with Ring of Honor kind of being in this Traditional period, not I have not actually having uh, any live shows right now. Gresham is just all over the place, defending the Ring Runner World Title and, and Impact GCW. Uh, I saw the other day that it's got one at Progress Wrestling, all, literally all over the world, you know. And that kind of calls back to 
previous eras just of wrestling in general where you have a champion going all over the place and, and representing the company and and being the champion so as we as we've seen that uh, what were your thoughts on seeing Jonathan Gresham do that and, and do it well and do it and um, an impact GCW as I mentioned it's literally all, all over the place well you know not only Jonathan Gresham but we have you know a pure champion that is still our, our pure champion um josh woods we also have our tag team champions that are still our tag team champions the briscoes we also had uh, a female champion roxy she lost uh, the championship so it's not like you're just going out and defending these titles and then they come back and they may keep them or lose them at ring of honor and these titles can be changed anywhere you know so so you are going to continually get the best of the best you're going to have the best wrestling champion you're gonna have the best pure champion you're gonna have the best tag team champion you're gonna have the best female champion you're gonna get the best of the best with ring of honor and um that is something that you know it's unpredictable because you could actually have like you know we're hoping the briscoes are still champions by uh the pay-per-view because whoever the champions are are going to be the ones defending uh the titles there you mentioned uh seeing these champions defend the titles elsewhere and perhaps lose them. You mentioned that did happen to Roxy. She lost the title to Deanna Perrazzo. And that opened up a whole kind of floodgate to the, this uh, collaboration or friendliness, whatever you want to call it, with, with Impact Wrestling. That is definitely a, a newfound thing. We haven't really seen that previously. But again, with Ring Rana being uh, on hiatus right now, that, that's been one of the most exciting uh, pr- products of it where we've seen Gresham defendants title there. We've seen, uh, as, as you mentioned, Roxy and also on the flip side, beyond the titles being defended honor, no more is, is uh, creating a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz f- for ring of honor for better or worse. You're shaking your head, but for better or worse, you know, it's, it's literally honor in the name and maybe not exactly what, what ring of honor may want to be known for, but a guy like Matt Taven, PCO, Vincent Marie is on, uh, on impact TV. You know, what, what does that mean to you to have, uh, in, in a different way to have the Ring of Honor brand out there and, and, and get, uh, just, again, creating buzz and creating excitement for it during this time when, again, without live shows, you know, to keep the, the name and, and on, the, on the forefront of fans' minds. I think the fusion aspect of it is great. Um, the fact that we have athletes that can literally walk on uh, the best stages and, and go toe-to-toe with the best each company has. That's what Ring of Honor has to offer. Uh, the hiatus was intentional for the time, uh, needing a reset and all. They told us way ahead of time. We weren't, like, caught off guard. Um, they told us way before they told anybody else. And so my loyalty is with Ring of Honor. Um, I, I love how other companies have, with open arms, not just impact, um, invited us in to, to keep the names afresh. And I think to me personally, that is the secret of pro wrestling is everybody working together because I've never been one that's like, Oh, this promotion, that promotion, you know, this person shouldn't go there and this person should go here because I've been in the sport for over 25 years and I've made a lot of friends. And for me to see one of my friends get a job, I don't care where it is, but for my friend to get a job and to make a living, I like that, you know. And so there are so many places now uh, to be able to make a decent living with. So when you have a friend uh, that is able to go through one of those doors, 
um, it, it's a good feeling because you know their talent made a way for them and the doors are open, not only with them doing it, but to be welcomed into those houses, it's, it means the respect that we have for them is also shown worldwide. And I've also been shown, uh, there's Rick Abani's been showing that respect, you know, with us having his time off, man, places that we've gone, man, they've, they've, they've rolled out the red carpet for us. And um, it, it just shows that pro wrestling is alive and well. And the respect for pro wrestling is alive and well as well. That it is. And we, we certainly see that. And you mentioned the friend aspect. And I, I talked with Ian McMahon about this recently where uh, not the friend, but in terms of the, the wrestling aspect of it, where we're seeing this friendliness, this collaboration, this, these, this, um, I guess partnerships might be one way to put it as well, but just an overall kind of, you know, working together, whether it's, you know, Ring of Honor and Impact, other places, GCW, many others. And he mentioned like that, it's it's a win-win for really everybody. And he specifically mentioned different aspects of different companies, Ring of Honor, Syndication, uh, Game Changer Wrestling, their live events, other other companies, AW, for one, they have a very national, very big platform, you know, not to get hypothetical but as we're already seeing with impact in some other places you know what do you think might be some of the the benefit of or and and or you know are, are you excited to see some, some more of this collaboration because it's something we haven't seen as much recently kind of the end of the previous era not so much but whereas now it seems to be kind of more of a, a very realistic and, and if not possibly that's already happening uh during this time right now i love it um that's my only bone to pick with honor no more <laughs> is because I feel like the doors that we're able to walk in, the doors are open for us, so why kick it open? You know what I mean? Why why be so barred for with? And, and I'm a businessman. You know, I, I think uh, every move that I make has to be calculated, you know, has to, has to be thought of what kind of effects it has, not just but for now, but for the future. And, and that's the way I think, you know. And so I, I feel like the way Honor No More did it um, was kind of in a way that could have hurt us, but um, it's still keeping our name out there. And, and I have some friends in there that, you know, sometimes you, you disagree with what your friends are doing. Um, but to be able to be on that platform still shows uh, the collaboration um, that other companies have with us. And I think other companies working together is great. Like in, in the 80s and 70s, that's what they did, man. Like you, you have Andre the Giant go to a territory and run it there and then go to the next territory. And you have, you know, Ronnie Roddy Piper or Roddy Roddy Piper go plays junkyard dog. You know, they, they traded talent all the time, man. And everybody won, everybody ate, you know, and I believe that's what rest, how wrestling thrives, man. It's just having people to trade here and trade there uh, and all it keeps it going. And, and again, we, we're seeing that now, and I hope to see more of it going forward. As a fan, it's very exciting to see, as you said, like this trading of players, almost like a sports league, like like, like a you know, football in football. Like it's it's kind of fun to see that unfold and and, and wrestling. So we've been talking about Ring of Honor and coming back about SuperCard. Uh, part of that SuperCard, uh, that live session I mentioned earlier, the very very end, Ian Rickmani mentioned that uh i think the, the matchmaker passed down the announcement that very shortly after after supercard uh, there'll be tv tapings live events a new logo unveiled so we're back and you know, like full steam ahead and you know we, we were talking about earlier the the new era and you know the idea that the fans may uh, ha- are clearly already having more of an influence but maybe as a part a bit of a retrospective 
Is there anything you kind of want to see done differently or, or that you're hopeful is different uh, in, in Ring of Honor moving forward? You know, this, you mentioned that it's a chance to reset uh, and that comes with a sense of change. Is there anything you're kind of at least hopeful to kind of see in that sense? People, man, I, I'm so hopeful to see the people back. And I think the pandemic has changed the world. There's a people shortage. You know, you, you go places to restaurants and the restaurants are short on health. And they're like, oh, people, they just don't want to work now. But like people don't acknowledge that millions of people have died. There's a legit people shortage. And not only with a people shortage, people leave the house now with purpose, you know. And so people just don't. I mean, think about even you. I don't know how many times you've been to the movies before the pandemic and think about how, how often you've been to the movies since the pandemic. It's like when people go to be entertained now, they go with purpose. And I'm just looking forward to people coming out of their houses to be entertained again um, by the Ring of Honor uh, product. And, and I hope they come out for it because now uh, if 2021 and 2022 has proven anything, it's proven that if somebody's coming to see you now, uh, it, it's with a purpose. They're not just going to be right down the street. Oh, there's a wrestling show going on. Let's see. Let's see that, you know, they, they do it with purpose. They plan for it now because COVID is the ultimate excuse if you don't want to do something. You know, it's like, oh, man, I don't want to go COVID. Nobody's going to say anything then, you know what I mean? Right. So so when you go out now, it is definitely a choice. And um, choose us. We're not going to let you down. <laughs> that you won't. And I, I I think it's very safe to assume come Supercard, the fans will come out with purpose to see Ring of Honor because it's inherently a very noteworthy occasion, Ring of Honor coming back. And we mentioned earlier, uh, Jonathan Gresham defending the title. And I just do, do want to take a minute to kind of spotlight Jonathan Gresham, uh, Jay Lethal. In the, in the past, we've seen guys like Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor Promotions. We're recording this on uh, February 25th, the tail end of Black History Month. But we've seen this, uh, this pattern and, and just a very clear example of excellence of, of any number of, of remarkable athletes in Ring of Honor, past, present, and likely future. So just, you know, I wanted to ask you, like, as, as we've seen that, you know, especially John the Gresham went way in the world title, any number of other moments, Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor Promotions had an incredible reign as a six-man tag team champions, you know, kind of in, in honor of Black History Month. Like, what does that kind of mean to you to kind of see that and to be so, to be, to literally have the, the best scene in the house and to watch that all unfold and to have been someone that's, that's wrestled in Ring of Honor uh, for years now. Yeah, I, I think um, it's something I started wrestling in 1995 um, is when I started training for pro wrestling, well, 95, 97. And when I was training for pro wrestling, you know, you would go to these other indie cards and there was probably one or two black guys there, you know, and and there was also a point to where you would see another black guy uh, at a company and you would, you would almost feel like that's your competition because each company had like their athletes and their one black guy type type thing. And um, it made you feel like, you know, you're very rare in this sport. And then it, it, even more rare to become a champion. Um, fast forward it now, you know, 20, over 25 years later, we have been able to prove not only that we can be part of the sport, not only that you can have multiple people on the same roster um, that, that look the same to, to others and be totally different athletes. 
And I think that's what we've proven with the Jonathan Greshams, with the Jay Lethals, with the Shane Taylors, with the Kenny Kings, with the Cheeseburgers, with the Eli Eisen, with the Caprice Coleman's. You know, each one of these guys are totally different entities um, to prove that we are more than just stereotypes that might have been given to us years ago. And if you look at WWE now, you look at Impact now, you look at AEW now, we're represented, we're represented well. And it's a dream come true because for years, uh, my thing has been that, you know, I can be more than the little roles that you allow us to have. And that's been my fight, you know, in pro wrestling. And to know that I wasn't the only one fighting that fight and to be still be relevant in this sport enough to see the fight that we had won and won well and being represented well. Um, black history or not black history, man, it, it's a win to know that you you saw a problem and you lived in the problem and then you saw the solution and you saw the solution live through and, and continue to live. And uh, it's an honor to be able to witness something like that. It's almost like a before and after, but the after is still unfolding. I, I couldn't think of a better way to close it out there. So I'll ask, you know, you're a busy, very busy man. So I imagine if you want to plug anything that you're doing, any, anywhere people can find you, all that, all that good stuff. I'm Caprice Coleman on all social media app platforms. Um, and this Sunday in, um, what is the name of that city? It's near Winston-Salem, um, Moxville, North Carolina. Uh, I will be defending my AML championship against uh, Matt Taven. And so you definitely want to come out and see that. I'm looking forward to wrestling Taven. He, he has a tremendous, had a tremendous career um, in, in everything he's done. I have a lot of respect for him. And um, we'll see what happens. With that said, yeah, obviously, as we, as we said earlier, Caprice, you'll, you and Ian will be back for Supercard Divina. That's on April 1st, uh, Ring of Honor's first event since Final Battle. So that'll kick off the new era. Very much looking forward to that one. And otherwise, as always, I wish you the very best in all things moving forward. Thank you for your time today. Hey, yeah, man. Ring of Honor, not only are we coming back for Supercard of Honor, but we're going to be not only doing live uh, TV tapings every month, but we're also going to be doing a pay-per-view like we're back. <laughs>